0: Music with people with people
1: with with Yo, this is John from Noise Dosage Media, and this episode is brought to you by Begrudgingly Benny. Interested in putting something horrific and grotesque on your next piece of merch? Benny is tucked away in the fiery depths of COVID quarantine, blasting the filthiest of old school death metal and drawing hideous creatures that he is waiting for you to adopt. Go over to Instagram and follow at BeGudginglyBenny and contact him if you would like some really weird original art for your band or label. Super professional. Highly recommended. Right on. This is uh, John from Noise Dosage Media, and we got our deck from Karak Ingran. I got a few questions for him, and I'm super stoked to uh, fire him off.
0: (laughs) Hi, guys. Um, Hello. Heck yeah.
1: So... My first question to you would be, um, you know, being that Caracas and Grand is based out of the Netherlands, mm. how has this made it like difficult when touring to the United
0: States? Well, um, the first years we were not e- not really able to come, but it was when we got uh, you know a good booking agency and management in place um, that we were able to make the step and then uh you know when you have these uh, supporting um teams you know and you work together then it's it's rather easy to do that there's of course working visas and all of that to get that in place but um we've always been fortunate to uh, to have that stuff taken care of very easily yeah
1: right on i actually saw you guys i i don't think i really talked to you but i i definitely talked to sir gore at it was in rochester
0: i forgot
1: right. uh i forgot like the venue but i think it was with children about them
0: yes that, that could that, be is,
1: yeah yeah i'm pretty sure that was that show was that like a year ago or a year and a half i think
0: <laughs> three years already in oh November. wow yeah, 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 yeah. holy crap
1: <laughs> Dang! yeah geez <yeah>. yeah. <laughs> wow that makes me feel old but, yeah, yeah. That, was a, that was a killer freaking show, man. You guys killed it.
0: Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Yeah, it was great, Um, too.
1: I think the coolest thing about you when I saw you is you have that piano, like, prop. Doesn't it, like, go up and down and side by side and
0: stuff? Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Is that, like, hydraulics or...? No, it's uh, electrical motors. But uh, usually that machine uh, is used in... Uh, very precise uh, applications in factories, but okay. uh, um, yeah, so <laughs> there it was used uh, in not so precise uh, swinging.
1: <laughs> did you now? Did you like come up with that idea and and have it done in the Nel- Netherlands
0: or? Well, it was. I-, I always had this idea to have it moving up and down, but then uh-huh. my brother, my brother is now out of the band, but he was still in the band back then. And he also was uh, active. He has a job in, um, you know, um, a technical job. You know, he yep. works in a factory as a su- supporting uh, engineer. And so he worked with these machines. And then one day he brought one home and he said, look, <laughs> uh, look what we can do. <laughs> so that was cool. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's
1: definitely one thing that makes your show more interesting. You guys have the... uh the cool props and all that stuff.
0: Yeah. We try to do it. Yes. Um,
1: So, you know, what off the topic of like touring to the United States, what, you know, drives you to want to do that instead of just sticking around where you're at and playing shows?
0: Well, I mean, there's nothing um, as great as, you know, playing your music live for people who are really into it. And it's like an experience. Um, So, yeah, I mean, you. I always say like you stop thinking and that's already a good thing yeah. <laughs> when you play live. And uh, so, yeah, it has a kind of uh, quality with that keeps me drawing uh, or us, keeps us drawing back to it. And um, of course, I right. mean, make, making and recording albums is equally uh, great, but it's a different thing. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's a different feeling. I feel the one thing that I've been told a lot is like when – you go overseas and you see like a whole different crowd, like a big crowd of people that like support you. Mm-hmm. It's a different feeling than like, you know, being you know, so being from the United States and then going to Mexico, for example, and then seeing just a huge freaking crowd of people that have the shirts and everything. It's yes. just a different it makes you want to do different shit. You know what I mean? Take the risk. Go for yeah. it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's it has two sides. I mean it's unreal. And I'm always, but you also have to stay humble because I remember clearly when we played a show in Mexico, and it was like uh, I don't know how many people. It was completely crazy, and uh, we were afterwards going to you know or give some autographs and meet some people, but it went so bad that the security had to drag us out because people were pulling our hair and stuff like that.
1: Oh my and, gosh!
0: Uh, <laughs> but then the the, the well, two days later, I was sitting uh, you know in, in my car here. And then there is nothing, of course, of that, and then so the contrast is like super extreme, so I can yeah. only imagine you know like superstars how they feel, because there's a there's also an unreal quality to all of that, you know, it's like in that moment, right. you are something else, yeah
1: <laughs> right, yeah, I don't know I don't know how I could feel if I was like freaking, I don't know Elvis Presley or something fucking crazy like i feel like i'd be like uh, bothered by it but at the same time like flattered you know what i mean
0: yeah yeah that's the thing (laughs) um
1: so here's a cool question for you you know like what are some things that you've noticed on the social media that has been misinterpreted about your band
0: that's a cool question never asked before yeah. Well first of all, sometimes I see things that people make up, but mm. they're actually accurate. <laughs> so sometimes <laughs> sometimes they, they say like oh this is probably not true but then I see it and I'm like, okay that's actually true and then sometimes uh-huh. there is poor um, um, oh, it's, it's a difficult question to to, um, to think of.
1: Yeah, uh, it'd be like a right off the bat thing
0: yeah 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 like um but one thing that was true like i recently saw uh, uh on a fan page they made a drawing someone made a drawing of seragor uh-huh. like drinking a whole bottle of honey like on the show <laughs> but it was they said like uh because they read somewhere that he was using honey for his uh-huh. but they said like this is an exaggeration probably doesn't do it like that but he actually does it because he, he puts the bottle to his mouth and he just squeezes it as hard as he can and he absorbs all the honey. Like he has never eaten anything. So it, well, that was like super funny for me to see.
1: <laughs> I definitely think when it comes down to black metal, yeah, you if you're screaming highs for freaking 45 minutes, yeah, you're going to feel it. Like if you're doing just lows, I feel like you, you can get away with like an iced tea, but doing highs... <laughs> Every yeah. day on
0: tour. Yeah. I don't know how don't he know. does it, but uh, it's a gift. <laughs> right. And honey. And honey. And honey. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome.
1: Um, I'll have to give some tips to my friends. Honey. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He took it literally. <laughs> That's awesome.
1: So what would you describe like the writing process for Kraken Grand? Like just you and uh Sergor,
0: Yeah. Yeah, usually it, I start with the main compositions, you know, and um, I I always need this connection to the story. For example, with Frankenstein, I was like, ah, I need an original angle. And <clears throat> once, so first there was a lot of research, reading, visiting places, and then when I found out about Johann Conrad Dippel, I found I was excited. I was like, this is the story behind the story. So this is something, and then yeah. um, then I get this personal connection and inspiration, and then. The writing becomes like it's like an organic thing um and i really personally i need that and i think we we both need that to you know get going yeah
1: right so so what you're saying is like he shoots you a concept for lyrics and then you kind of go off of that
0: yeah or i come up with something or you know with, with every cd it's usually one of us who has an idea and then the other one sort of follows or you know and then so that's how it goes. For example, with This Is No Fairy Tale, this was something that Saragor was completely into. And he just told me like, let me do it. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> and he was right like, completely absorbed by it. Yeah. yeah.
1: I got I got that vinyl signed by you guys at the show. That's cool. It's awesome. That's cool. I still have it. Um, So when you talk about the writing process, do you guys like sit in the room together and hash out riffs and all that? Or do you you know, use
0: like guitar pro? <laughs> well, uh, usually I, I work on a computer. It's boring and the piano. And then when I have a song done, this, the final structure, I send it over to Sarah Gore, And then he, yeah, he, you know, he, sometimes he, uh, he makes like, you know, these very melodic guitar lines over it, or he improves the riffs and sends it back. And then sometimes I change things around and um, for this album, we worked uh, more together in the same room. Like he came over earlier when there were no lyrics, and I was—we wow. uh, were just like sitting and listening, and then like said, "Just scream, monster! Do it! Okay, let's record it." <laughs> and then that's just temporary, or whatever. And then in the end, it was like, okay, it was not so temporary, <laughs> but that was cool. Yeah. yeah,
1: that's awesome. That I feel like sometimes that's that if you sit on something for too long, then it becomes a bigger thing like yeah yeah you just gotta you just gotta go for it and then once you catch the uh the inspiration yeah it's all there
0: definitely yeah you need those precious moments and uh you cannot force it that's for sure
1: so is there anything like from the beginning of working with him versus now that you've changed over the years like technically or like how do i put this the the way that you guys do things is it the same way since day one or have you changed? Mm. Uh,
0: some things change. I mean, when we started in the very beginning, we were still rehearsing like a yeah like a real band, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, that has become less because you do more touring, so it's very intense. And um, but uh, you know, when it comes to writing, not much has changed. Like I record some things, send it over to him. Uh, he comes up with some lyrics. Um, stuff like that uh yeah so it, it's pretty much the same but we take more time now because you know after several albums it gets a b- little bit more challenging because when you were young <laughs> it sounds like i'm very old but when you were like 20 and you go for this to the studio for the first time it's like oh yeah 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 fresh yeah we, we made it we do yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> Look at this uh this mixer or look at this speaker. And now it's more yeah. like yeah, not a day. It's like, oh office. my god, we got
1: a song done. Yeah, like exactly that, that's the objective.
0: Whoa, a drum oh, wow. kit,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Play it, record yeah, it, we're done.
0: Yeah, 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 exactly. Give me all the money, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Um so when it comes down to you know, season of mist, mm-hmm. what are some things you could like talk highly about? that label like give me some things that the normal person wouldn't know that you love about being on their roster
0: well for example for this album they really um push the promotion to a next level uh we have great people working there uh, on the promotion team uh who work very very close with us and uh you know, jessica uh, leticia but and and like, and they, we are daily in contact about promotional matters, and that's a real commitment they make. Right. And, uh, yeah, that, that shows. Yes.
1: I think I have to battle with being in a band. Well, I, I learned like, if you don't promote your shit, nobody's going to listen to it. Like, you have to be all over. I mean, you can't spam people, but you have to learn different avenues of where to take it.
0: Yes. Um, yes. And, um, especially starting out. Yeah. And it's a challenge. I mean, you can also easily overdo it because right now everyone is screaming on social media. Look at me! Look at me! So it can yeah. also be uh, too much. And for me, it's always a balance. Like I, part of me doesn't like it at all, but you have to do it. You know, what I'm right, <laughs> but, <yeah>.
1: right. <laughs> um. So what else have they done other than like promotion? What do you say?
0: Well, of course, they invest in in the band. Uh, every time with a new album, um, and they make bigger steps. But there's also management, booking agencies, everyone. There's a whole team around the band. But, you know, for example, with this album, um, I chose a producer who was not really a name that people easily think of when it comes to extreme metal. It's Robert Corenza. I really like the guy, how he mixes. But I said, mm-hmm. like, look, I want to go with this guy. And then you know you get some questions like, "Are you sure?" Uh, you know, it's 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 not really. Um, we there are like other producers in metal, and I'm like, "No, I want to do." It. And then people give you that trust, and they right. invest. You know, they give you uh, x amount of money to to record and all of that. So that's uh, something that I never take for for granted. Yes.
1: Right on. So does does Katie work with you a lot?
0: The one yes, I Katie also very Katie's very so. Awesome. Yeah, awesome promotion in the US. Really awesome.
1: So shout out to Katie. Shout out to um, Katie.
0: <laughs> um
1: so where do you find peace when you go on tour? It's very stressful, I'm assuming.
0: So like <laughs> well, uh, I, I I I I have it easy because I'm the, the guy that doesn't drink. <laughs> oh. So so I'm I'm like the, the conservative that, that goes to bed early and then I'm the first one to wake up, so I'm sitting there with my coffee, and everyone is like <laughs> sleeping with alcohol in their blood.
1: <laughs> and I you have the, the peaceful you're the dad on the ship.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's the yeah yeah. I did my partying uh, some years ago, and now I'm the dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: only so much you can do.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. Um.
1: So. You know, when going on tour, what is like your mindset? Like, what do you, what do you, what are you trying to accomplish by the end of the day?
0: To get people, uh, you know, a great night, and to, 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 you know, they they pay for the ticket, they come to the show for an experience, they want it to be taken out of all the usual everyday life, and um,
1: yeah, the bullshit, when,
0: the bullshit, and uh, and yeah, and you, you can see it in their eyes, you can sense it in the energy on stage, and that's an accomplishment, and that's fulfilling. And then I got Hell fulfilled. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Yeah.
1: I'd say like the best feeling for me is just like playing the music I wrote in front of people. Like I, I don't know. It's just an unreal experience just to, um, I don't know, without actually st- like talking, like yes. showing what you mean.
0: But yes. We need to shut up more, I think. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Just start yeah. plucking some strings. Exactly. People will be more peaceful. Hit something, Uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah,
1: I think the funniest thing, like, I've been told by people I know is like, um, they always question, like, they're like, why do you listen to that kind of music? I'm like, well, it's kind of funny because, like, they they basically say they're like, those people are very pissed off at the world, they you know, they judge them. And I'm like, I gotta be honest with you, they're probably nicer than any person that you've ever fucking met. (laughs) Because like they have a way to express themselves.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So true. That's completely true. I think. Yes. Yeah.
1: I don't know. That's just something I've learned over the years. But yeah. um, Yeah. So got a couple. Yeah. yeah, Exactly. Yeah. I got a couple small ones here. Um, This is a a debate I've always been going after. So since you're a piano player, I'm Mm -hmm. guessing are you a big theory guy or no?
0: um not really because in the end you can know all the theory and the rule and still make crappy stuff
1: <laughs> thank so, you okay yeah yeah my yeah. my question was um would you say that it like you have to be trained by some like a professional to be a successful musician and no no, no. yes thank you no. because i i used to know a little bit of theory and fucking i don't even use it man
0: yeah I have to say wow. this, there are though there are for example, especially in classical music, there are people who dedicate their whole life into playing the violin perfectly. they study and they but they are not necessarily people who are great writers, but that doesn't matter yep. so but we need people like that who are like you know who, who be, merge with their instruments, so to speak, because i I right. am going to be honest, I don't play piano. Hours every day, absolutely not. But I right. try to get a better composer every day. So, but when I need something really, really well played, I might go to someone who studies every day on their instrument. So there's a balance there. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. Sweet answer. You know, I'm going to ask that fucking more because I want to have like <clears throat> a team that says fuck theory because so many, dude, <laughs> so many musicians I've talked to, they're like, I don't know, man need to be trained man i'm like bullshit (laughs) um so what's like the most rewarding part about dropping the latest album
0: um yeah to get the feedback from from the fans Uh um and and especially of course when they enjoy it you know to be on i'm going to be honest i mean when people don't don't like it I mean, that's okay, too, but it's it's nicer when they say, oh, this was amazing, or then when they understand what, what we sort of put into this, the energy that went into it, that it came out the right way. That's fulfilling. I mean, that's that's it, yes.
1: Right. I just did a podcast with somebody, and he was talking about, <laughs> about how you had to overcome that battle because they put out an album and nobody liked it. <laughs> and it, I was like, "Son of a bitch, man! That that's got to be like the worst feeling, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like having yeah. to overcome something where everybody's like anti your band, but yeah.
0: But I, I'm I'm going to be honest. There is a there is a point. I mean, I am nowadays. I enjoy more. I, I try to enjoy the writing process more because it's easy to just skip over it. Like, oh, you write, 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 and then put it out. Because you yeah. know, it's true." Before the release date, we know like we like this, and then it's easy to go afterwards criticize yourself. But no, I mean, even if no one would like it, we would still probably like it, but it can be sort of an internal battle for sure. Yeah, well,
1: I think it's even more internal when you got a tour for like a year and a half and play the same songs, you know?
0: Yes, yes, you have to like so, it really much,
1: <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> So the last question to wrap it up here is if you had to give any advice to new musicians, you know, starting bands, dropping their first EP, just getting ready to go touring, what would it be?
0: Uh, Don't look too much on social media because that's all, uh, a lot of it is not real. (laughs) So it's easy to get like, uh, yeah, but I mean, I hear it all the time. People compare themselves like, oh, oh, they had so much likes and they had such a big audience. No, just focus on the music, what you like to play and uh, right. what, you, what gets you excited. That's the main thing and it will always be the main thing. So, yeah.
1: Hell yeah. <laughs> Do you. That That's the uh, ending. Okay. Hell yeah. Is there, is there anything you want to promote at the end here? Like, uh, I don't know. I mean, the new album. Other yeah. than that, is there anything
0: else? Uh, Well, um, we're uh, working on a new video, so uh, hopefully uh, we can present that uh, in the coming months. And yeah, of course, check out the album.
1: Fuck yeah. Thank you. Is that going to be a um, music video or just?
0: Yes, music video. Yeah.